Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Workrate Podcast. We uh, This is our Dynamite review. We didn't do a pay-per-view review. We're going to talk about a few of the match, like some thoughts that we had of the matches. Um, uh, we won't be able to go too, too in-depth with it, but I think that's okay, because we do have to get to this episode. We do <laughs> have to get to some video game stuff, because some because some new news just dropped. Um, and that's yeah. exciting. Um, first, let's get into that. Because uh, what I've enjoyed is AEW has been purposely revealing characters and, and little secrets and details of the game a little bit more each day, which has been fun. Um, today, a clip of the guys from Deadlock Pro or from Deadlock Podcast. They have a streaming uh, a streaming channel. I don't remember what it's called. But they, I guess they were at the Double or Nothing event because Ricky Starks is in the background talking to them during the, <laughs> the clip. But they played a match between Chris Statlander versus Darby Allen, and they were fucking ollieing on each other's heads with skateboards. That was so awesome. <laughs> it was so awesome. It was the wildest shit I've ever seen. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that in a video game. And it it's funny. It like there's some stuff it looked janky as hell, but it looked really funny and really fun. Um some of the stuff with the weapons is odd. Uh the <laughs> how he he did like a a like a truck stop off the man's forehead and flew into the ring and it's it's zany as hell it's cartoony as hell but i did uh i did like it it was fun um but yeah yeah the, it looks like it looks like you could like skate from the ramp into the ring out of the ring like in one motion which is pretty cool yes yeah it's uh <laughs> and you can you can do cross bodies off the off the skateboard which is awesome <laughs> Uh, if you have a weapon that's barbed wire, it just instantly makes the other person bleed. Yeah. So just, and they found just... a barbed wire bat and a barbed wire broom, right? Yes. In the video? Yeah, and I know that you can get, like, the Young Buck's shoe. You can get uh, you can get all kinds of... There's supposed to be, like, 75 weapons or something like that. 80 weapons. That's so many weapons. <laughs> and you could see, because every time they went in and pulled something, it was something new. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was wild. Um, yeah, so the other stuff that just uh, just while I was sitting here waiting for you to jump on, I was looking at uh, some more roster reveal stuff happened. We already knew that John Silver was in the game, but we've now seen John Silver. We've seen Luchasaurus. He's in the game. Andrade's in the game. Um, <laughs> that That's a new one. And Malachi Black is in the game. He was somebody that had not been revealed. Um, yeah, in that uh, John Silver screen, you can see Jeff in there too. Yeah, so. Jeff Hardy's in there, which is wild. I pre-ordered my game today, um, just because I fucking wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to. Oh, have is it. the um, pre-order up? The pre-order on. is the pre-order is up now. Um, cool. Yes, and I did. I did. Um, I looked at the season passes on there, so that would include any DLC going forward. That's why I did it. I want to be able to have all the characters um, mm-hmm. as they come out. 
which I'm sure will be probably, I would like to think they'll be fairly regular, but you never know. Um, yeah, I think it just depends on how much it sells and stuff. Yes, I think it will sell well. Uh, just based on, like, I don't know, just wrestling games always sell well. Always. Mm-hmm. The main yeah. ones. And this one's super crazy looking especially like skateboard physics and stuff i didn't expect all that yeah you're gonna i feel like you're gonna get anyone who had those old games will buy it and then new fans will buy it as well and you would think that every AEW fan will buy it so there's already like a a huge install base there Mm -hmm. like i don't know how many copies need to sell for it to be successful i know they put a ton of money into it um I mean, not the not to the same as like game, like big huge game devs, because they their whole war chest goes toward these games. But uh, a lot of TK put a lot of financials behind this. So I, I'm excited to see how it goes. And uh, oh, they showed a few snapshots of the uh, character creator stuff, which uh, just the menus of that looked fun, looked cool. I like mm-hmm. that, so I'm excited to get into that. Um, yeah, I had a screen of the matches from the pay-per-view. Um, let's see if I can find those again. Matches, pay-per-view matches. I don't have them in front of me anymore. Of course I don't. Okay. Anyways, well, let's let's talk about what were what were your favorite matches? What were your least favorite matches from the pay per view? What did you think of them? Was there anything that disappointed you? Because for a lot of people, there was some really like top tier like ten out of ten matches, and then a few that kind of bummed people out. So we'll let you go first. Yeah, uh, I I thought the pay per view was pretty good overall. It wasn't their best? Definitely wasn't their worst. Uh, my favorite matches were. I loved the Battle Royal at the beginning. And then I really loved the um, Four Pillars match, of course. All the Jade stuff was really good, including Chris Statlander coming back, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the um, Anarchy in the Arena was spectacular, other than the singer of the band's questionable face apparatus. It was (laughs) a. It just. I didn't even pick up on that. I was just like, he just looked like Uncle Howdy to me. Yeah, like for, from uh, Just, from WWE. Like I could clearly see that it was a mask, but for people yeah. that um, w- weren't watching, like if they just saw a screen grab, like a grainy screen grab, it's like, why is that man in blackface? Mm-hmm. With, like red around his mouth. Like you, when I saw afterwards, when I saw like the sc- the like, low-quality screen grabs, I was like, okay, yeah, that man looks like he's in blackface. And this is after Max Caster did a blackface line mm-hmm. in, his, in yeah. his rap against Malachi Black, which was amazing. It wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a, in bad taste uh, by Max Caster at all. It was actually very funny. That was probably his best rap it, so far. Um, it was. It was he really went good. crazy on House of Black. Um, yeah, so I'll talk about my feelings on the show. The uh, the buy-in match was confusing, and or like it was weird in that, 
Like, Jeff Hardy ate shit in this match in a way that only Jeff Hardy can. Um, mm -hmm. He appeared... Like, it was weird because commentators were talking about how, oh, Jeff Hardy's so nervous about this match. He doesn't think he has it anymore. This is his first match back. He thinks he's rusty. He'll have ring rust, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes up to do uh, whatever it is, like Whisper in the Wind that he does. Yeah. And he fell in the most painful, awkward-looking way. And it was brutal. And it was like, oh, my God, this is that match with the Bucks all over again. Do you remember that one? Yeah. That he had? Yeah, I do. And it was like, this man needs mm -hmm. to retire. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, either Matt Hardy is working, working, like he's he's putting in the work, like doing like the CM Punk selling, or this man is washed. Mm -hmm. like he is done and I honestly don't know which one it was I, I don't know is, is he just should he just be retiring was that legit if it's legit it was bad like really mm -hmm. bad like he yeah. crumpled in the ropes in the most uncomfortable fashion and it was like this is the first match of the show so immediately he's like ugh but I mean, he he did come back. He did end up hitting his swan ton. They did get the win. It was like the commentators almost led in to the botch, which is what made me like. Uh, at first, I was like, "Oh, he's working." I was like, "Good for him. He's playing up this angle." But I don't know if that's the case now. Yeah. Then we had. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Then we had the. Uh, Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho match, which, as I was watching it, I was, I was just like, I'm bored, and this isn't very good. Yeah, this is probably my least favorite match. Yeah, and it was show, one of the which matches. Which is point because I was really looking forward to it. Yeah, the build for it was so good. The build mm -hmm. for it was incredible. I was like, okay, th I'm really excited for this match. Um, but this is the second lights out or unsanctioned match that Adam Cole has done whether there's been next to no blood the violence has been way down and the match has not lived up to the stipulation like this could have been any match it didn't need the stipulation they barely used it <laughs> they, they used a chain and it really just served to trip themselves up yeah like they they kept fucking up Adam Cole like he kept like getting caught in it he tried to punch it one time but his arm was still caught in it and he couldn't so he just switched to the other hand yeah i think especially at the ending when he's supposed to be hammer fisting him i think he's supposed to use the chain but they're too tangled up in it and he couldn't get you it know, that that's the part that's the exact part i'm talking about i was like i was like this it looks like they're being held back by this because at first i was like oh shit we're gonna get a chain match or like a strap match kind of thing i was like okay match within a match this is kind of cool and then they didn't do anything with it and i was like fuck off i was like this i was like adam cole can't keep doing these he's had that one with orange cassidy like which was the tame you can't have a lights out match or an unsanctioned match where the build-up to it you're saying you're saying i'm gonna make chris jericho bleed i'm gonna break his arms i'm gonna break his legs i'm gonna break his fingers all this stuff, and then you don't do any of it. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. The build-up made it seem like we were going to get a bloodbath, and we got fucking tiddlywinks. Yeah. 
And then their match yeah. on Dynamite yeah. with the uh, with the ladies was good. Yeah, it was, it was better so much than better. the pay per view match. It was a legit. It was a legit better match than the pay per view match, and it was smart too. How they did mm-hmm. that match, but yeah, in this match, um, Britt Baker comes out. She starts wailing Chris Jericho with the kendo stick. This was the best part of the match, and she really fucking cracked Chris Jericho. He had big welts on him, and apparently, yeah. when Adam Cole did when he was punching Chris Jericho at the end, he did make him bleed the hard way. So, like, that's why his punches... I think that's why his punches looked bad, because he was holding back, because he didn't actually want to concuss him. Because he was (laughs) actually punching him in the eye. Because he did bruise him, and he did cut him there. Like, that was real blood on Chris Jericho's eye. The problem is that when they're doing the, in quotes, fake stuff, the worked stuff, it looks more real than this does because they're not actually hurting each other and they're blading. So mm-hmm. it actually looks more brutal than when they're actually hitting each other and they're like holding back. That's why when MMA fighters go in, they look so weird because they don't know yeah. how. Because they're not throwing worked punches, they're throwing real punches where they're trying not to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look real. And that, I think yeah. that's what happened in the end. The fans were booing it. Adam Cole yeah. won, and they were booing the result of the match. I was like, this is bad. So that's how we mm-hmm. start the show, is those two. Actually, no, we started it with the uh, with the Battle Royal, the Battle which Royal was started. the best Battle Royal we've had in AEW in by a long shot. Yeah, it was so good. Really good stuff. The ending was perfect. Perfect. And there mm-hmm. was so many cool little feuds happening in it. One of my favorite parts was the Luchadors teaming together. Yeah. And holding everyone oh, yeah. off. That was... I loved it. I loved every second of that. Okay, then... Uh, kind of the, the middle of the show was kind of... Eh. Then the, yeah. the Jade match, I actually thought was her best match, which is kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. That was her final match before losing it. Yeah. Um, I think they they would have done her a lot better to have her have a couple feuds or a couple matches with a few more top talent to actually show something as opposed to having the same match over and over until this point. Because Taya kind of showed if you put her in there with a legit talent she can have a a cool match. Um, Put her in there with a more experienced person she can bring something out of her. When Jade went up there for that springboard and Taya hit her with the code breaker or whatever it was, I was like, that's sick, man. I, yeah, I did that not awesome. expect that. That was really cool. Um, then obviously you said fucking... Uh, what's her name? Comes out. Um, the alien. Boopy lady. Uh, Chris Statlander? Yes, Chris Statlander comes out. And I like how they did this. She didn't just come out. Jade said, uh, Jade put out an open challenge, said if there's anyone else back there, bring your ass out, and out comes Chris Statlander. So they kind of set it up for themselves. Chris, uh, Why Chris Statlander's back there in her gear with her music ready, no one will ever know, but that's wrestling. Um, <laughs> she comes out there, and they have just a, a quick little banger back and forth. Um, she, she crumples... Uh, crumples jade with the big bang um this is great it was great to see chris statlander back 
Um, you could kind of tell that this is what they were going, this is what they wanted to do like months ago before Chris Statlander got hurt. Yeah, because I remember Chris Statlander, when, before she got hurt, she was feeding with Jade and she was like beating up Stokely and stuff. Yeah, no, this was this is where they were going. Um, mm-hmm. Then they had to pivot and it's back now. They just they really just fast forward right into the right into the title switch. So hopefully Jade gets to do some shit. Hopefully, like you, yeah, you, you said you want I, her to be in the the Outcast storyline, right? Yeah, because it doesn't get more homegrown than Jade in the company. So, but I read online that she's taking some time off. I don't know how long that's going to be, but she wants to take some time off. So I mean, that's fine. She's been wrestling a lot, like 60 matches mm-hmm. in like a year and a half or whatever it's been. It's a lot. And that's 60 matches mm-hmm. on TV. Um, yeah, so then we had the... I thought that the FTR match was was good. Um, mm-hmm. But... It was good, but I don't know. A little plain, like it. It, it did exactly what we wanted it to, but I don't know. It's like we had two old school guys versus two old school guys, and I'm realizing now that it's maybe not what we want. We maybe want two old school guys versus like the young bucks, two old school guys mm-hmm. versus top flight. So like, there's a contrast there, but instead we got yeah. like uh, we got fucking deep south versus deep south kind of thing. And it was good. And the best part, and where I thought the night really turned around for me, was the fucking guitar shot that Aubrey Edwards took. Yeah. Fucking dropped her. Um, I rewound it immediately. I was like, yo, Aubrey, let's rewind that. Let's watch that again. <laughs> Damn, you t- ate that shit. Good for you. Um I was always wondering if Aubrey was going to get more involved because in the past on the indies she took a while doing a, uh, a like a three count took a kick to the face from Phoenix once and he knocked her out oh wow to break up a pin wow. like he did like a little side like thrust kick to her um, mm-hmm. and then she got put in the jaded that one time so it was like they were yeah. kind of hinted at it but haven't pulled the trigger but she she took that chair shot or that uh that guitar and it's even better when it's the when it's the guitar wee woo wee woo yeah it what made that whole spot even better too is karen jarrett fell over right after <laughs> yes. no it was good man and then the emotional bit with uh with what's his name um briscoe he he had been knocked out and he's coming to and he has uh the the mask slips off of jeff jarrett and he's pissed off at him he's slapping him and telling him that he's nothing and then fucking briscoe hits him he he falls into fdr fdr hit him with the with the big finisher one two three so that it was a feel good the end of that match landed heavily I thought that was great, and I thought that's where the show kind of turned around. And no small part to JR disappearing from this point on. Oh, man. I don't want to talk bad about JR, because he's a home state boy, and he just was not good. I don't like to dump on him, because I feel that people (laughs) dumped on him a lot early in the AEW run, a little unfairly. Mm -hmm. Um, 
especially the surliness of him, I think that's literally the character he's playing. Like he's mm-hmm. uh, he's supposed to be the old school guy. He doesn't understand the new school stuff. That's fine. That's the character he's playing. I have no problem with that. But yeah, this was he didn't know what the fuck was going on. He thought Mark Briscoe was supposed to be the referee. No, he no, he thought Sabu. He thought Sabu, yeah. <laughs> in the fucking Matt Hart which kind of a waste of Sabu, right? Um he thought Sabu yeah, He did was, one dive. He did <laughs> one dive and fucked off. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like Sabu he's like it's like I thought Sabu was supposed to be the referee. Why is he jumping through tables? Like, no, he's his special enforcer. He's not the referee. Don't you have the match card in front of you? Did you read like somebody update this old man about mm-hmm. his job. Like I don't, I don't understand. And that this wasn't the first time he, he, like he, he did this a few times on the night. He just didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, it was bad. It was glaring. He gets in the. He's distracted. Is what it is. Yeah. And exactly. It's, it's more distracting now that he's not on dynamite anymore because now we hear the A team. Yeah, he's he's still on Rampage, and even on Rampage, when you watch Rampage and it's Jr., you're like, okay. Because like, like on Rampage, they'll have like Vikingo on there a lot, and he just like doesn't know <laughs> what to do with Vikingo. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's flipping faster than he can talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, I don't know. It's just it's a, he's just really good at those interview segments. Let him be an agent, let him do the interview segments, let him be behind the scenes, let him be a consultant. There's gotta be and they know that. It's why they stuck him on Rampage. Yeah. And took him off of Dynamite. Because Dynamite's the A show now. I don't know what they're gonna do with want, uh, with Collision. Yeah, that's why I was just thinking, I wonder who's gonna be commentators on Collision. Because well, I know they brought in Nigel McGuinness. And he's yeah. obviously gonna be there for Wembley. But is he going to be doing mm-hmm. Collision going forward as well? That'll be interesting. Does he do Ring of Honor? Because he did the pay- Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Oh, did he? Maybe he is doing Ring of Honor. I haven't. I haven't been watching it. It's just too much wrestling. Me either. I can't. Yeah. I can't subscribe to another thing. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. And there's so many matches on these cards. Mm. <laughs> like they showed one. I was just like, "That's a pay-per-view. What the fuck?" <laughs> it's like I can't. I, I think can't last week's. I think last week's Ring of Honor had 13 matches on it. Yeah, or something. it's like the Dark episodes. It's like, don't turn Ring of Honor into Dark, please. That's kind of what it's become now that they've stopped filming for Dark and Dark Elevation. Hold on one sec. Uh, oh, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I, uh, I... Well, they were doing it the whole time. They kind of moved all those... Uh, all those people over there, so it's fine. Like there's storylines happening. <laughs> there's thing. Like it's they're not dark matches. They are Ring of Honor matches. So I'm fine. It's got its own universe. It's got its own continuity. I like that. That's <laughs> fine. That's okay. Like there was no real continuity to uh, to dark. Um, it does function a little bit that way, but it's got it's got top stars on it though. Still, like it's got the and it's got all the belts. And the champs yeah, and everything. Samoa Joe's on there a lot. Surprisingly, Zack Sabre Jr.'s on there a lot. Yeah, Shibata's still there. Is still doing mm-hmm. tapings. Um, 
fucking Zack Sabre Jr. and Shibata are on tomorrow night, which will be tonight when this airs on AW Rampage. So that might be the first one I watch in like a year. Yeah, when we get to the full Rampage card, that Rampage card is, is stacked. It's wild. It's a stacked. Crazy, it's a crazy card. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. it, but that cool, whatever. Um, like I, I wonder if it's Tony Khan with Collision coming. It's like his last gasp for Rampage because I, I, I wonder what they're gonna do with Rampage once Collision starts. I want them to get rid of it, man. It's just it's redundant. Like they've already they've gotten rid of the dark stuff. It's gone. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. already gone. So yeah, we'll see. Because now they're doing house shows that that kind of fills the role of the of the dark matches which was to give people work yeah yeah because they're doing two this weekend coming up so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so I don't know we'll see then okay so then we have the co-main event which was the four-way match which was phenomenal everybody killed it's, it in this match in the four pillars golly, match. like I don't even know what to say about this match no, this yeah, match was incredible can. it was just amazing <laughs> It was amazing, and one of my favorite parts is MJF was just doing the comedy the whole time. He he was cracking me up when Dar- that, like, that move Darby does the well when when Orange Cassidy does it, it's the Slum Dog. It's the Stun Dog Millionaire. They call it that when Darby does it too. Okay, so he hit the Stun because I think that's just dog the name millionaire. of the move. And halfway through that move. MJF just yells, what the fuck? Because <laughs> he's trying to grab Darby and Darby's just flipping all over. He just, he just yells, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he gets hit when they did the, the When they did the, the Tower of Doom, he was trying to run up to join the spot. And he goes, wait, 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 wait. And he got hit. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that's why that happened. Okay, that's funny. I saw yeah. him like he was trying crushed to- by it. Yeah, he's trying to run up there and join the spot. He's telling him to hold on. <laughs> and then when he caught uh, Sammy's flip that one time, he's like, you stupid motherfucker. And the guy kicked my jungle boy. Um, the, they were doing the uh, the four-way chops. Four-way. Like, uh, and it gets to MJF where it's his turn to hit somebody, and he just goes, I poke, I poke, I poke. <laughs> he just pokes all of them in the eyes. Oh, <laughs> I loved it, and then I loved, I loved the spot when they all did the their mentors finishers. Yes, that was cool. Um, yeah, they 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 did Jericho, they did um, Cody Rhodes, they did Sting, and who was the last one? Famouser? No, not Famouser. Um, pre- they did the uh, kill switch. Yes. Yeah, and um, then they started doing some other stuff. Uh, they broke out the. The labelle lock got used. Yeah, at one point they all did. Well, Darby did the Scorpion Deathlock, and Sammy did the Walls of Jericho, and then somehow they all got into like a four-way submission hold, and they looked like a circle. It was weird. Yeah, it was like fucking centipede shit. Um, yeah, human centipede. Yeah, and then MJF wins by it was. Oh, well, it was Darby's going for the coffin drop on somebody and. He, on Jungle Boy, and he puts the title down on top over of Jungle Boy, so when Darby, Darby hits, hits it, he, he hurts himself, himself out, yeah. which doesn't really make a ton of sense. 
<laughs> it's like, right, that just hurt a little bit. That man takes fucking bumps on the steel steps like that all the time. Anyways, whatever. But yeah, I loved it. And then as uh, he does the headlock takeover, he sticks his tongue out and mugs for the camera as he does it and then gets the <laughs> one, two, three. I fucking adore that, man. I adore that. And you can do that oh, in the game. And he did. He did the blonde bombshell. Yes. Which is. Chris Candido. He, yeah, I guess MJF hurt himself too. He like sprained his wrist or something during it. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. He well, didn't break it or anything, but. That was. Okay. So I was wondering. I wonder if it's a coincidence that he did that. Because I know that he is a fan of Chris Candido, but Chris Candido's episode of Dark just aired last night. Or the night I'm before. I'm sure it's. I'm sure that's why he did it. Yeah. So, but that's cool. And you can see the Chris Candido in MJF. Like yeah, the, the like a, I never really noticed it until and, he did the Blonde Bomb show. Like, yeah. He's built the same way. He's got the same stature. Mm-hmm. He's got the same, like, spark plug athleticism that Candido had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're actually... He's pro- that's probably the best description of MJF's wrestling style is Chris Candido. Oh yeah, yeah. Which okay, that's cool. It's a, a I, I like. Yeah, I kind I kind of missed I missed Chris Candido. He just sort of I missed him. I knew he was in ECW, but I've known that after he's passed. I watched. A yeah, bit of his in ECW stuff. he was he was something else in ECW. He was so good. And he was in that, WWE for a little while. That was and like, WCW, but the ECW stuff was at the tail end of his career too. Yeah, he was only thirty three when he died. He died yeah. in two thousand five. He's thirty three. Crazy young, younger than both of us. Yeah, yeah. He he started wrestling when he was like fourteen. Yeah, he was in WW, WWF like really early. Yeah, he was like the early 90s. the Body Donnas. Yeah, he was in the Body Donnas. They were like. Uh, fitness gurus and then he went to ECW and then to WCW and then back to ECW I think for the, like, the very TNA. very end of ECW when he died he was yeah, he, TNA yeah yeah, yeah CM Punk if you look at some of his tattoos he has a Chris Candido tattoo it says like no gimmicks needed that was like Chris Candido's whole thing it's like I'm so good I don't need a gimmick that was like his thing that, yeah that's his ECW thing Mm. Or maybe it's TNT thing as well, but I imagine ECW considering Punk. Actually, that's, I always associate Punk with yeah. ECW, but not really. That was the WWE ECW. Yeah, WWE ECW. Yeah. All right. So, main event. Holy fuck. Um, let's. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about it other than the end? Uh, maybe Matt Jackson. Super kicking Mox yes. with an exploding, with the exploding, fucking boot, amazing. The um, the brand new Miles Morales Nikes he had, and he put a gimmick on it to where they explode. And <laughs> he gets the fucking thumbtacks in the foot. That here's, here's the thing: that you couldn't pay me enough to do that, man. Soft, and then they do this shit. Is anything but soft. oh yeah. I always hear people say that, but then if you go back and watch their PWG stuff, like they survive death matches and stuff with uh, Super Dragon, so yeah, they're not soft. No, they're not soft at all. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking. 
Cesaro murders Matt Jackson in a pickup truck, um, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a big swing in the concourse to a that was hilarious. Like by the concession stand. <laughs> um, fucking yeah. Uh, what was a funny? Oh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say when Hangman uh, crotched, he does like an atomic drop to Danielson on the the railing in the stadium, and then drags him down by his crotch on the railing. <laughs> really good. Um, we had the uh, we had the big standoff with Kenny and uh, Kenny and Hangman at the end. They're surrounded by all four guys, and then they're like, "You know what? No, we're the we're the best tag team the AEW has ever seen." Um, Despite our differences, we are amazing. Let's do this. They fight them off. It looks like they're finally going to win. And I believe this is when... Uh, was this when Matt Jackson came back in with the shoe? Anyways. Um, he, they or was they had Kimmy in some su- submission. And then yeah. super kicked Mox in the face. And Mox's head blew up. Um, mm-hmm. the, the photos of that are amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then uh, Kenny was about to hit the one-winged angel, or did he? No, he was going for it, and then Don Callis gets in the ring and says, Hey, Kenny! Because he's been on commentary the whole time. Mm -hmm. And And then so Kenny puts down Yuta and then turns around to He's about to attack Don Callis. In runs a man with a mask to give a big running knee. And in the crowd, I love this. In the crowd, I could hear, "It's Takashita! It's Takashita!" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's cool mm-hmm. that that got picked yeah. up by the mics." People screaming his but name. There was a guy out there all night in that same hat that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was him the whole night, but there was like a production guy out there dressed like that. So I don't know if they just had the production guy dressed like that, that's the type of so shit that he could that switch places with him. That's the type of stuff yeah. that they think of for sure. And one time, Chris Jericho was out there. For yeah, like, he like came in with like all the fans, right? Like he yeah, just walked he was in. in there for like an hour <laughs> before jumping mm-hmm. somebody. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that that is the type of stuff they they think of, and he they destroy Kenny. Um, the the heels get the win. Wheeler Yuta got the pin, which was a play off the week before. Where he took the where he took the pin, and Brian mm-hmm. Danielson, when the cameras were off, gave him a pep talk, slapped him in the face, told him he was better than that. Mox did the same thing, so then this was uh, essentially the. Did thing. you? It worked. Did you see Danielson on Twitter after the match? He's like these worked. He I guess they took him out to Red Rocks and made him do like hand handstands and headstands on on the mountains. <laughs> To prepare him for the match. <laughs> yeah, wild, wild shit. All right, so thirty-five minutes in, I guess we should get to the uh, get to dynamite. Um, Hell yeah, this was an excellent dynamite. This was an amazing dynamite. So, because of what yeah. we were just talking about, I want to get to the uh, to the Don Callis Takashita stuff. Um, okay. And one the of the loudest boos I've heard in a long time. That's why I'm just excited to talk about that. That I have the crowd at this. Where where the fuck were they? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, I believe so. Give yourself a round of applause. They were yeah. on fire the whole night, the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, when Don Callis goes out there and he's saying, he's saying, the reason why this happened was because of Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega betrayed me in the fans. I was like, this is so loud. I'm like, did they pipe this in? But no, they're showing the crowd. The crowd's going crazy. They're mugging for the for the camera too. The crowd is like they're doing it right mm-hmm. in the cameras. Um, mm-hmm. Like I've I've never heard anything so loud, especially in such a small place. Um, yeah. And even Don Callis kept looking over at Tony Schiavone and be like, "What am I supposed to do with this? You guys suck." <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, "How am I supposed to get a word in here?" Um, he's really playing it up, and then. I love this little detail. He starts doing the, uh, he starts saying that Kenny betrayed him. He ruined his family. He pulled his family apart. But he may have lost a nephew, but he gained a son. And he points at Takashita, mm-hmm. and he says that, and you know who Takashita is better than? He's better than Ricky Choshu. He's better than Ricky. Oh no, Ricky Dozen. He's better than. Uh, Choshu. He's better than... He starts naming all the people that Kenny used to be better than. And he says, he's mm-hmm. even better than Okada. And Okada. They, pa- they pan the camera down as he says that to reveal the forbidden door thing. So it's like, oh fuck, we're getting Takashita versus Okada at fucking forbidden door. I'm telling you that right. That's the match we're getting. Um, that's that's going to be amazing. That's happening for sure. Um, and he says, and he's better than Kenny Omega. And the crowd is going apeshit. And then he hands the, the mic to Takashita. And he just starts ripping into the crowd in Japanese. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. they're booing the shit out of him. And then he says, like, we will destroy the elite. We will destroy Kenny Omega. And the crowd is losing it. And, like, they just made Takashita, man. He's a made man. Yeah. Forever now. He's over. He and he never has to speak another word of English in his life. Like it no. doesn't matter. <laughs> it's uh no, no it's glorious. And I do not think they'll be part of the BCC. I think they're gonna keep them separate, but I think he will be involved in blood cuts. Oh yeah. They'll just like help out the BCC because yeah, they, they all they, have a common enemy in the elite. They will be aligned, but I think he's gonna be separate. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. yeah, Don Callis doesn't fit with the BCC. That wouldn't make sense. And uh, yeah. I think he's better as the Kenny replacement. Mm-hmm. Sort of like how um, Jay White was the Kenny replacement for Gato in, in New yeah. Japan. I think in, this, mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah. Yeah, so that was amazing. I loved it. How how did the show start? It was um, the Lucha Bros and Bandito versus um, BCC. This match is amazing. I loved it. Um, yeah, my favorite my favorite part. I mean, it's silly, but was Brian Danielson on commentary saying, "Look at look at Bandito, look at him. He's dressed like a bug. He think he he thinks he can fight the Blackpool Combat Club dressed <laughs> like a bug." He's an amateur. It's like this is great. Like, and then he held uh, Wheeler Yuta upside down for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome. So good, so good. Yeah, this match was this match was phenomenal. Of course, 
the BCC won, and they won again with Wheeler Yuta getting the win. And then mm-hmm. Danielson runs down and he's just like, this is why I made him do... Uh, made him do neck workouts headstands and red rock on, yeah on red rock this is why i slapped the shit out of him after his loss last week this is how you breed professionals how you breed champions he's like look at this man and wheeler like you can see wheeler's turning into a star before our eyes through the he's not wrong like <laughs> when you just think of the reality of the wrestling business he's getting a fast track to start by working with these guys yeah. Uh, another thing I like they do now too. Killers. Yeah, when uh, Yuta gets the win, uh, Cesaro picks him up, or uh, Claudio picks him up and puts him on his shoulders and does the uh, crab walk yes. with Yuta on his shoulders. <laughs> What's the context of the crab walk? I don't know. He just started doing it on his entrance. <laughs> now he just does it with Yuta on his shoulders. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so next we got was the next thing the uh, Jay White stuff. Is that what? It was? Uh, maybe we could go ahead and talk about that. Yeah, so that was that was an interview with Tony Schiavone, right? Yeah, Tony Schiavone had his working shoes on last night. He had to keep going to the ring. Yeah, the, finally we got Jay White on a mic in the middle of the ring, and he did not disappoint. But the star of the show is Juice Robinson. He is so funny. Sweet boy. <laughs> Ricky! Ricky! Yeah, no, he is, he is... They are so, so funny. Put a mic in those guys' hands. Just let them rip. Um, mm-hmm. Of course... Yeah, I like that they were basically just holding Tony Schiavone hostage while they were doing this interview. Like, they kept him, like, in between them. They're like, no, you're not going... <laughs> and they were calling out they were like Ricky you're a bitch but FTR mm-hmm. you guys why, why do you why are you gonna go help out that poor sweet boy Ricky Starks um, hey sweet boy <laughs> um, what are That's you doing so funny. they sort of tug on their cape a few too many times FTR comes out and I'm seeing this for the first time like I never saw this before but Bullet Club Gold versus FTR is the thing I want more than anything in my life. Mm-hmm. It's like this is this is fantastic. This is golden. Um, the and they're going back and forth. And Jay White says, "We know what this really is. You want to be part of the Bang Bang Gang, which sounds like a porn, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll say that part quietly. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to be part of this. Um, you want to you want to join us? Just." Just, just, uh, just make the request, but say it politely. And before they're about to say anything, fucking, what, what does, uh, what does Juice Robinson do? He does something sneaky. Uh, he, they, uh, Jay White goes to hand, uh, Dex, I think, uh, the microphone, and then he drops it, and then when he goes down to pick it up, Juice sucker punches right. him. He punches him with a roll of quarters Hits him with the, in his hand. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, which yeah. is. His finishing move is already the left hand of God, yes. so he already built to have a strong punch, but then he had quarters in it, which looked cool because they exploded everywhere. Yeah, it looked like his teeth when it happened. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought it was at first. I was like, what the hell? His head blew up. But yeah, they just knock Dax <laughs> clean out, and then they're just double teaming um, 
cash, and they're just beating the dog shit out of him. And then, of course, fucking Ricky Starks runs out, chases them off. Um, so we are going to have to get a third man in on this. Yeah. I'm thinking it's probably someone from New Japan for Forbidden Door. It could be. I think they did a Bullet Club storyline where uh, LP got kicked out. They did. They could and pull so since LP Juice, in, but he got he got straight, yeah, and since, straight up kicked out. Well, so did Jay White, and he just started Bullet Club Gold. <laughs> so yeah. it, it could just be. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he but could, yeah, he I, could. But he's kind of he's a face I, in New Japan right now. He's turned. Yeah, face, I right? also think. Um, I think so. I don't, I'm not sure. I also think um, Sean Spears from AEW would be a good fit with him. I, I do too. I actually think he would be a good fit with a Bullet Club type team. Uh, especially just playing the type of role that he was already playing with MJF. Mm-hmm. Which is where he was just really yeah. funny all the time. I also think Butcher and Blade would be really good. Even though I do like their team with um, I can't think of his name now. Penelope Ford's guy. Yes. Uh, Kit. I, I like their... Yeah, I like their team, but, like, whenever Butcher and Blade get on the microphone, they, they always talk about, like, you know, lining them up and knocking them down. It just seems like they'd fit no, with they, the Bullet they, Club. They'd be really good. They'd be really good. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I just think, with it being so close to Forbidden Door, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't a know, New Japan guy but it's, would make sense. Is Kenta... I don't know. I feel like it did be good. I feel like they'll pull somebody else in um, mm-hmm. for that match, just only because. It, but you never know if they if they actually let's say it's fucking Tama. Could be yeah. Tama Tonga. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Then he could actually just be on AEW because, as far as I know, he's a free agent now. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Whatever happened to that. Uh, it, it's like the same with the Jay White thing, but he he never landed. Tom Tonga never landed anywhere like Jay White did. Um, I think the Jay White stuff was maybe he was a free agent longer because mm-hmm. Tom Tonga just got kicked out like a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? I don't know. Anyways, I thought uh, he was. I, th- I feel like he was just recently. He wasn't. Yeah, I think he's like a month removed. So I think there's okay. there, there's still time, and we do have Forbidden Door coming up. We do have all these big things. I'm sure there are some negotiations. The thing with uh, with WWE is they've had that roster freeze for a while. I think it's I think it's kind of fucking them up a bit. These guy guys yeah, are becoming so. free agents, but they don't have the the means to sign. Yeah, them. they can't. They don't have the go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's jump. Two. At some point around here, they had the elite backstage because there's one story point I wanted to bring up. Yeah, go ahead. Where they're all talking about what's next, and Nick Nick or Matt says, well, "We don't even know where Kenny's at. He's gone back to Canada." And then Hangman says, "Like actually, he he's not in Canada." And then he has to go talk to the Dark Order because the Dark Order's upset that he has new friends now. So yeah, so that's uh. There's two people because I guess after the uh, after the pay per view went off the air, Kenny was in the ring, and he grabbed a mic and he said, "said um, 
said something to the effect of, you want to play dirty or whatever. I've got, so, he said, I've got some friends in other places, or I've got a couple friends in Japan as well. Where he's like, mm. oh, you want to bring in the hot shot from Japan? I've got a couple friends from Japan as well. So we're thinking Abushi, obviously. And especially after um, the Okada line. The Okada line. We're thinking Okada as well. So I'm thinking Okada versus Takashita. And maybe, I don't know, Kenny and Abushi versus somebody or. Who knows? But I think Kenny and Abushi versus Danielson and Mox would be the match I'd want to see. I think Abushi is going to be in the Blood and Guts match for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Okada comes in to face Takashita, and my hope is that they would put over Takashita. But that is a tall order because that's fucking Okada. Yeah. <laughs> so Okada probably goes over, but it would be cool. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's some maybe there's some shenanigans that maybe Don gets involved and that's how he beats him. In yeah. which case that would be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Okada's in the fucking blood and guts match. No, I you know what? I don't I, know. I actually wouldn't want Okada in that match. Yeah, that'd be so weird. It'd be bizarre. <laughs> he doesn't need to be yeah. doing that. It feels wrong. Yeah. Like Ibushi does not need you to know be in what? that type of match that. at all. Like, uh, we're gonna get Murder Bushi. We're gonna get Ibushi versus fucking Wheeler Yuta. And he's going to destroy that man. Oh, man. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, so this is then, fun. I like that. Yeah. Um, this is I all like working out great. I cannot wait for the program that they're gonna have between Kenny and Takashita. I can't wait. Because Kenny oh, yeah. is their their matches. Kenny's the best storyteller in AEW. His storylines are so thoughtful and very prolonged, but very like very artfully done. And uh, mm-hmm. I just can't wait to see what he can do for this young guy that he probably sees as kind of like the next him. I bet he sees a mm-hmm. lot in this guy. Like he brought him over specifically from DDT, so he he knows yeah. the star power that Takashita has. And I just have to say, somebody that that photo that they have of Don Callis like strangling Kenny Omega and Takashita standing behind him looking down at him is so good. Mm-hmm. It's just such a cool photo. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like dark. Proresu flow, whatever their name is on Twitter, oh, yes, they yeah. posted up some like, like a minute long clip of, I guess, uh, Kenny and uh, Takeshita had a match in like 2013 mm-hmm. at DDT, and uh, it doesn't even look like Takeshita now. Like he's like so small and skinny, it's kind of weird. But they had a match like all the way back then. So yeah, he would have been super young. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah he's Kenny, wearing like Kenny baggy Don't. camo pants and he had a mohawk. He didn't look like him at all. That was Takeshita? <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, so next, uh, let's go right into the into the three-way match, because this was fucking great. Between Trent, oh, Big yeah. Bill, and Swerve Strickland. I can't remember too much of the match. I'll, I'll be real here. I know Big Bill is looking phenomenal right now. He's looking yeah, at the Battle Royal at the pay-per-view, 
he was having a he had a hell of a uh, battle royal. He eliminated I think the most people in the match. As he should, really, as he should, <laughs> um, and he should get eliminated by trickery too, which is how Swerve Strickland mm-hmm. eliminated him. Um, I thought that was going to be how I was hoping that would be how Swerve Strickland would win the match, like he'd sort of dump them both out over the rope. But uh, I do like that he is that Swerve Swerve won this match and is sort of aiming his sights at Orange Cassidy. Um, for mm-hmm. a feud there, and I like that they're hopping right into a feud here between those two, and I think that's a very interesting feud because Swerve is so evil and so conniving mm-hmm. and so thoughtful, and then you have Orange Cassidy who doesn't have a thought, and he's so innocent and so laissez-faire and so happy-go-lucky about everything. Um, I think it's great. Uh, Little one little detail I liked in this match in the in the battle royal, Trent pushed uh, Orange Cassidy out of the way uh, of Big Bill's big boot, and then he got hit by it and got eliminated. In this match, he pulled Swerve Strickland into Big Bill's boot on the apron. Yeah, at one point he's learning. Yeah, that, that's just I don't know little details I like about AEW. One match informs the next. If you were paying attention to the previous one, you'll pick something up in the next match. Um, we used to get a yeah. lot of that early. I don't think we get as much of it now. We get a lot of it in the mm-hmm. elite stuff. But that yeah, is, that's like their bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, that's their bread and butter, and I'm not surprised that Trent feels has uh, is doing that as well because he came up with them. Um, mm-hmm. Especially through the New Japan Ring of Honor ranks, um, yeah, yeah. No, this is good. All three guys looked amazing. Swerve Strickland looked amazing. I'm really excited for Swerve going forward. Um, I don't want to hope for nepotism, but with Will Washington being part of the booking now, he is Swerve's yeah. family member. Yeah, they're cousins, right? Yeah, they, yeah. they are. They are blood. Um, he could. Uh, mm-hmm. He could maybe like gets Swerve into a higher spot in the company. What do you think? Let's, well, let's they announced next picture. week a... Yeah, yeah, because I think Swerve could be the top heel in the company he could, if yeah, you just he let him be, do what he can do. He could be world champion. It'd be, it'd be great. He's a phenomenal... Talk. He was a he was the top star in NXT for a while. <laughs> like he, he can carry a show. He's very capable of doing so. Yeah, he... Uh, well, they announced that he's got a match with Orange Cassidy next week for the title. Oh shit! They went right into it, eh? Sweet. Yeah. So I, in the they've been doing the thing where Orange Cassidy's more and more hurt. I, I would say it's probably the best time for him to lose it, especially I, after him winning the battle royal. I think, especially if they're doing an actual feud here. I think mm-hmm. like a prolonged thing, like they had him versus Orange Cassidy at the pay per view. They have him versus Orange Cassidy on this episode and then next week as well, like this prolonged little mini thing, I think should lead <laughs> to... Because they are building to Orange Cassidy eventually his body breaking down. And I think <laughs> Swerve is of a status that it works with uh, oh, yeah. beating Orange Cassidy. I don't think they do this little feud with him if he doesn't win. Yeah. I think he should win, and then um, he should 
because they got to finish the feud with him and Keith Lee. And for the international title, that would add some heat to it. So that would be good. And then move Orange Cassidy just for a mini feud with MJF because that would be hilarious. Yeah, no, I, I, I would like that. I would like that very much. Yeah. Um, okay, so we naturally naturally segue towards the tag match, which was Darby and Orange Cassidy versus Gates of Agony. And this was a very heavy uh, embassy. What's the word? Are the uh, Mogul the Embassy. Episode. Mogul Embassy, yeah. Yeah, so we had uh, Swerve with... Um, with Prince Nana and and Brian, Brian Cage, Cage on the on sitting on the uh, on the rampway, while Gates of Agony were having the match on the inside, and they looked fucking great. They're really good. Mm-hmm. They are really mm-hmm. good. They're a really good old school team. Um, I would love to see them versus FDR. Would love that'd be good. That match would bang. Toa Leona mm-hmm. is fucking fast and. Yeah. Taz, Taz popped me in this one because Toliona did the whole brawn thing where he ran around the whole outside of the ring to fucking just truck Orange Cassidy at one point, mm-hmm. and Taz just went, "Ho ho ho, big man can move." <laughs> he he <laughs> popped so hard seeing Toliona run around that ring. He's like, mm-hmm. "I love when Taz gets popped by something he's not expecting. It's the funniest. It's so pure." Like he just completely breaks <laughs> character, and just starts, just starts gassing up the person. No, but yeah, this match was really good. Um, these guys were beating the shit out of the faces in this match, and I really yeah. liked that because uh, it really portrayed them as hosses, which they are. They hold the, uh, it's the trios titles in Ring of Honor, I believe. Yes. Yeah, they, in Ring of Honor, they're called... I think they're just called the six-man titles. I don't think they're trios. Yeah, semantics. Um, it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah really, really good match. Um, they're beating them down. <laughs> and then once, of course, once uh, Darby Allen hits the coffin drop and gets the win and all that fun stuff, then Swerve's just like, all right, boys, time to surround the ring. Let's uh, gang up on these guys. And they look fucking menacing because they've got mm-hmm. all these guys surrounding the ring. They're about to take these guys out. And out comes Sting with his bat. The seas part. They let Sting get in the ring. Speaking of which, Sting in the game looks phenomenal. Like, yeah, he does. I hope you can get an alternate costume for him with his cool new bomber jacket because that's yes. such a cool look. Bomber jacket's amazing. I hope they have his woo in the game. I always loved doing the woo in the mm. WCW games. The woo, so yeah, so fun. Um, or and also, if guys have face paint, can you take the face paint off? You know what I'm talking about, right? You know when guys have the eye <laughs> had like the face rake move in in those uh, yeah in the Aki games. And for Sting, if he did the face rake move enough. It would rip his face paint off. I hope they do that again. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they know about all these little things that they want to include. Cool um, if uh, with modern gaming graphics, you could actually have a face paint. It sweats off too, like it does a lot of the time in their matches. Yeah, it was just Sting's face just like peels off. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 
Okay, so now we have... Next was the... Women's match? Hook. And next was Hook. Right. And Jungle Boy and... Uh, I like... I, I can't even... Yeah. I like... I can't remember who... What the fuck was it? Oh, yes. It was... It was... L.I.J. Or not L.I.J. Um, what are they here? Um, F.I.J.? Is that what they're called? Yes. No, or F.I... No, not Japan. I don't know. It's... Um, it's Los and Gobernables, but they have to call it something different because they're. <laughs> Left back, Sean, in Gobernables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. FLI. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So the this is without Roosh, but it was Drillistico. Interesting that he's there because I'm not a hundred percent sure that he signed with the company. I assume he is now. Um, with him showing up. Uh, probably, because he's going to be on Rampage, too. Yeah, because I love Drillies to go. He's fantastic. Um, him in, in the suit look cool as hell. Yeah, it, he looks fucking badass, man. Um, mm -hmm. he, uh, Drillies to go comes out with uh, Preston Vance. I can't remember his name. Prego Mayago. I don't know. He, uh, he comes out <laughs> and they say, like, and um, Jose, the assistants on the mic, and they're they're, or first we had Taz, we we had Hook came down there. First of all, we don't know who Tony was there to interview. Um, Tony says, mm -hmm. "I'm here to interview," and then Hook's music hits, and Tony just goes, shrugs and says, "Okay, I guess, sure, why not?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Hook comes up, he's about to talk. We don't actually hear him talk because that's when uh, the uh, FLI comes out. Um, they they dive into the ring. They're beating down Hook, and I'm sitting here like, oh shit, we got some FLI doing stuff. They look dangerous. They look badass. They actually look scary, as opposed to Andrade with Matt Hardy. Um, they're beating them up, and then this brings out uh, who was it that came out? Fucking Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy runs out with a chair, so we're reuniting uh, Jungle Hook. Um, we're going to mm -hmm. get them against FLI. I hope that FLI goes and joins, joins back up with Andrade on Collision and that they become a top heel faction there. I think that would be... I, I could see that. I think that would be best for them. I would hope that Tony Khan sees that as well because they're really good and people want to see them win. Like People were pissed when uh, Roosh was the guy that Jungle Boy had to go through. People were like, man, I don't mm -hmm. want to see Roosh lose. Because <laughs> you don't want to see they, Roosh lose. You want to see Roosh kill people. Yeah. They did do the loss to Jungle Boy for Roosh really good, though, because Roosh... Jungle Boy got like, pretty much no offense. Oh, he, he, he just he, got a surprise roll-up. He rolled him up, and yeah. before they had even stood, stood up again, they were already beating him down in the ring. Yeah, so... so even though Roosh lo lost and that sucked, but that's probably the best way you could have done that in that situation for yes. Roosh. No, agreed. And agreed. I, I know, like, when they're in uh, heavier Hispanic towns, like in South Texas and South California and stuff, they'll have Roosh come out and, like, talk during commercial breaks to, to fire up the crowd and stuff. So they obviously like him uh, for him to do that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, Roosh is fantastic. And uh, mm -hmm. I just sort of think that uh, on Dynamite... The, uh, the the big major factions are already dominating the airtime. <laughs> so their faction yeah. doesn't have a spot. So go to Collision, 
be the big heel faction on Collision. Yeah, they'd be a good, like, a good faction for CM Punk to feed with because you know exactly. he, the show's built around him. Exactly. So no, for sure. him versus Andrade and Roosh would be dope. Yeah, uh, if, actually, they might kill CM Punk, but <laughs> like on accident. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, Roosh does that uh, that corner drop kick and CM Punk's head flies off. But <laughs> I, I I would be mad. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, so next was the women's match. Yes, women's match: Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Chris Statlander. Perpetual first first new champs first opponent Nyla Rose. Yes, and I I don't even hate that. For me, that me either. Of, for me, I see that as like the gatekeeper to all the new TNT champions, or the gatekeeper yeah. to the new champion. It's mm-hmm. she's sort of like this. The the ceremonial like gong the, the stepping stone they they gotta go through Nile mm-hmm. Rose if they wanna get that. It's because you know she's like she's a larger lady, so it's it, yeah. She, you could get the baby face to come from she's a, she's yeah. A champ. She, and she's very good in the ring. I think Nile is one of their best women's wrestlers they have. Oh, absolutely. She is a cre- a very very credible wrestler that they can beat, and it won't hurt her in any way. Because mm-hmm. yeah. for whatever reason, whatever that reason may be, people don't really want to see her win. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. They don't want to see her be champion anymore. So, like, if she were to lose to Kristen Lander, they'd be, or if she were to beat Kristen, they'd be upset. So, like, this is a feel-good win for them. They like mm-hmm. seeing this. Um, I'm cool yeah. that Kristen Lander looks amazing. I'm so happy she's back. But they're doing that. Yeah, thing she. Where they fucking work she on looks, the knees. <laughs> like, stop it. Let's make it yeah. Yeah, because you don't know when they're selling or not. You're like, okay, no, okay. It's like, please it's stop. Like you're, you're tempting fate having somebody work the knee against somebody coming back from two knee surgeries. Mm hmm. She's got two, knee, yeah, she, two knee braces. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah, Nyla Rose even tweeted out because Chris wins the match with the 450, but. <laughs> Even after Nyla tweeted out, it's those goddamn knee braces. <laughs> well, yeah, continuing to prove why she's one of the best Twitter follows. Oh, she's fantastic. Um, even in the match, she gave her like a a body scissors, and Nyla was screaming and yelling, "It's the knee braces! The knee braces!" <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense, but it was so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, good shit good shit i can't i can't wait i can't wait for uh chris stantlander to be the every week she beats that ass person oh yeah she's an open challenge person oh for sure to the people that are having the debate um or not really a debate but the ill-informed bad faith debate about how mjf has only wrestled three times since he's become champion and roman's wrestled a blah 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 Heel champions should not wrestle unless it's a pay per view. That's how the mm-hmm. the heel champion should have somebody chasing them. They should not be wanting to wrestle. They shouldn't be wrestling. Faces wrestle all the time. Faces do the open challenge. Faces are the fighting champions, not the heels. And that, yep. that is that is where I stand on. That's why it, it was must- a little weird that they had Jade going out there and squashing someone every week. Yeah, they should, they should have uh, it, kept her in the back a little bit. Sometimes had someone chase mm-hmm. her a little bit, but that's not really what the TBS yeah. and the TNT chant are. Mm-hmm. They're the workhorse. And, 
stuff. The thing about MJF too is he's probably had like nine matches total in AEW altogether, so it's not like he wrestles all the time anyway. It's a gimmick. It's literally yeah. a gimmick. That's his thing, and it works. Yeah, and it makes his like the media that much more special. The media scrum. He said, "What do you say?" He said something about like. I keep saying I'm going to take my ball and go home, and people think I'm talking about WWE. He's like, no, literally, I'm just going to take go home. I don't want to do this anymore, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, yeah, no, I... The thing with MJF is he's also on the show every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a difference. He's always got a promo or like, something. Like, there, I've seen people in bad faith say, like, oh, he's a part-time wrestler. No. He's not part-time because he's on the show every week. The problem with <laughs> when uh, when um, Brock Lesnar did this, it would be he would be gone for weeks at a time, and you wouldn't for know like months at a time. <laughs> and then yeah, <laughs> and then they would it would pop a rating just to say like, oh, Brock Lesnar will be there this week. <laughs> like, that's how rare it was that he was there. You could pop a rating by saying he would be there. He's the fucking champ. He should. Yeah. The storylines run through the champion. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, but yeah, the highlight of it every week is MJF, whether he wrestles or not. That's that's the glory I, of MJF. I, I will say he's like my wife's favorite wrestler. She gets a huge, she cracks up at everything he does. She loves him, so it's working. <laughs> no, he, he's good. He was so funny in that match to the mm-hmm. point where, at a certain point, the fans were booing the faces and cheering him yeah until he spit on darby that's when he got the crowd to turn back on him but (laughs) but so after the women's match i just want to go they announced the card for friday i just want to go over this they're calling it championship friday so you get julistico versus uh vikino versus commander for the triple a title yeah as soon as that popped up that's the first thing they showed us like what the fuck and then for the newly crowned uh, New Japan Strong Women's Champion, you get Willow Nightingale versus Emi Sakura, which is going to be awesome. Then for the New Japan World TV title, we're getting Zack Sabre Jr. versus Action Andretti. And then for the ROH Pure title, we're getting Shibata versus Lee Moriarty. Like, the... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's such a cool it. card on Friday. It's a weird and card. It's, it is like... It is WWE it's, Universe made that guy, and AI made this. And it's, it's no, uh, the, it's a AEW show, and it's no AEW titles on the line. <laughs> That's amazing. They call it Championship Friday, and there's no AEW yeah. championships. I guess you could say maybe the Ring of Honor Pure title because they're the same, but they're not because it's different shows. But no. yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't <laughs> count. All so. Right. That's cool. This, yeah, I'll definitely be watching Rampage for sure. Now it's time for the main event. Main event. Yeah, this, this match was great. I love this yeah, match this a lot. This was a intergender tag match. So Soraya and Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole and Britt Baker. And as I said, this was better than the match at the pay per view. I really loved this. It was, hey, there was two women's matches on this show, so yeah, that's cool. It, it was really smartly laid out in that. Chris Jericho refused to take to get a tag in this match because mm-hmm. getting a tag would force Britt Baker out of the match and bring Adam Cole in. So he just had Soraya beating down Britt Baker and he was taunting her 
and taunting Adam Cole, but Adam Cole couldn't come in because he's not allowed to lay a finger on Soraya. It was like mm-hmm. it was genius. It was it was super heel heat. Yeah, I was eating it up with a fucking spoon, man. It, like it yeah. was like it is and it was a new twist on cutting the ring in half. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Adam Cole was like essentially handcuffed to that rope. He couldn't get in there and make the save. And fucking Jericho was doing everything he could without hitting Britt Baker. And eventually he did grab her foot during a moment uh, leading to Britt Baker getting hit by uh, Soraya. Um, No, this is good. This is everything. What did you think? Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved um, when Jericho got had Adam Cole in the walls of Jericho for a little bit. Britt Baker got in, put him in the lockjaw. Yes. Awesome. I loved uh, Cole and Britt's matching gear. It's cute. It they're was, they're yeah. so cute they make me want to throw up. But <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, this was good stuff, and I kind of hope this is the end to the Jericho Cole feud. Well, yeah, we'll see, because they don't normally end it on a on a weekday show, but... That's, I was going to say, especially Jericho feuds, but he's got two wins in a row on him, like... <laughs> yeah. He's and pinned like, him twice like now. I, like, I was kind of surprised that Jericho and Soraya lost this one. <laughs> like, they have two wins in less than a week. I was like, okay, I guess you got to call it now. Maybe have Adam yeah. go do something else. And Britt's still in her thing with Soraya, so you can just sort of pick Oh, yeah, that, that. that's not ending anytime soon, but... Especially after their disappointing match at the pay-per-view, I don't know how much more I want to actually see of their singles like, We could do some team stuff, like if maybe O'Reilly came back, I could see some team matches, like a trios match, maybe. Because that would be good, because... Like, uh, Jericho's either really hitting, or he's really not. And at the pay-per-view, he was really not hitting. Especially that fucking way. Yeah. When they did the uh, super kick on the moonsault spot. Yeah, but which Adam, is which is usually Adam Cole's, like, main spot. Like, he can hit that, like, nothing. But Jericho really? did not get high enough at all. No, it's like, the guys normally do it off the, like do a springboard or like off the top rope or something like that and they're like way in the air and he's like kicking up to hit them in the face he literally had to do like a fucking orange Cassidy kick (laughs) to hit hit him like he barely got his foot off the ground to kick him because Chris Jericho's head was basically on the ground anyways yes nice Um, um, I don't really look at ratings that much anymore, but I wanted to see what they did this week, and they were up. They did 9.23. Oh, so shit. that's good. Oh, yeah, and I guess they announced CM Punk's back, so there's that, too. Yeah, which people keep talking about how mid the reaction was, but from my end, it looked like everyone was pretty excited about it. So, I mean, it's both. <laughs> like, in the arena. That's fine. Yeah. Like, how big of a star is and was John Cena, despite getting booed and cheered. Mm-hmm. He's the he's bigger than Roman is right now, and he's the biggest star they'd had since Rockin' Austin. And he was mm-hmm. getting John Cena sucks chance. Yeah, John Cena sucks! Like, 
Back I remember I, I went to a Raw and I sang that and some kid next to me got super pissed off at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I could see that being uh, being punk. And I would actually really, really like to see a heel punk so he can just lean into it. I hope he does. I, I almost think he's got to be. Because outside of Chicago... He's going to get booed. That's the one thing yeah. about going into Chicago first. He's going to get the cheers there. And then when they leave, he's going to get the boos. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, there was a lot of cheers. Yeah. He, he was mostly I, just... Honestly, mad. yeah. Yeah, it's just a, a reaction. <laughs> yeah. I've mostly been checking my Instagram for his stories to see. Because he seems like... You know those people you know that when stuff starts going good, they like almost have to self-sabotage? Yes. No, that's exactly. What that's what CM Punk seems like to me, and I've been waiting for him to tweet something just off the wall to make everyone mad again because of the good news that he's coming back. He's a he's a wild, wild dude, man. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand that, man. And it's you can't blame it on like alcohol or drugs because he's straight edge, so he's he's just <laughs> pissed off guy all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's he's messy. Is what he is. He's just mm-hmm. messy. He's a messy man without. The substances is the excuse. Um, yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot. The thing is, there's lots of people in the company that like him. Apparently, the the whole women's division almost unanimously loves him. Obviously, um, what's her name? Ty Mello doesn't. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> she called him a gaslighter. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know. Like Brody likes him. Brody King likes him a lot because he he. They just went to a rancid show together. He posted on his um, Twitter. Yeah, MJF did like him. Starks likes him. Um, yeah, I because Kenny in interview. I I don't think legally <laughs> Kenny or in the Bucks are allowed to talk to Punk because Kenny in interviews has said, you know, we can't talk about this situation. But I haven't even been able to talk to anyone about it. I'm with people, so it maybe Kenny's. And I don't know, it's just a whole messy situation that from I'm honestly gathered, um, so over, and I'm glad Punk's coming back from, so we can just move past it. what I gathered from what everyone said afterwards, Kenny was the most level-headed about the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he he even tried to approach Punk to patch it up, and Punk wasn't hearing it. So, yeah, but like the night of, like he went. To yeah, try and which talk makes to sense because that's just how Kenny seems like he is. Yeah, like a dude. Like he was. He was kind of the go-between, but also he got bit, and the guy who bit him is back. So that—that's probably the most fucked-up thing in my opinion. Is that guy's coming back, but I yeah, guarantee that man also punk carrot fucking Nick Jackson's head. Yeah, I'm sure Punk played his political card and said, "Well, I'm not coming back if he can't work." Yeah, so he—he's working, but he's not allowed at the arenas. Yeah, he's remoting in. And they've said that when the elite are in the building, Punk won't be, and vice versa. Which mm-hmm. seems so yeah, messy to me. Yeah, that's such... That's such. That means whenever they do pay-per-views and everyone's there, one group or Punk's not going to be on the pay-per-view. Or they have said they, they don't quite know how that's going to work yet, is what. Or like, one of them's going to be in the opener, one of them's going to be in the headliner, and then so they can come and go at different times. Like it's 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 so it's so messy, but a lot of it's legal. Like yeah, that's I know that's they the can't. Shitty talk, thing I is. know they can't talk about it. So that's one of the things where it's going to get a little awkward. 
when Punk shows up, mm-hmm. it's going to be sort of like a, so what do you guys want to talk about situation? And he won't be able to talk about it. Or he's going to go off the rails. And That's and he's almost... going to talk about it. And then he'll just get fired. There's a there's a 90% chance that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess we will leave this here now. Yeah. We'll hang up this recording. I can figure out how to do so.